What's up, everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Players Club Podcast, episode 65, coming at you live. And that is a damn lie because this is not live to be recorded, but that's that's semantics. Who cares about semantics? Today, we're back with the classic cast that you're used to. Uh, of course, it's me, Emmett Watkins Jr., and today I am joined here once again by Alan Muir. What's up, homie? Uh, listeners, before we start recording, we are just talking about how we've been riding the waves of nostalgia and i am very close to conceding and ordering a bunch of uh, wonder balls wait to like actually eat yeah they still make them okay that's news to me because i was about to say you're about to eat some 10 year old chocolate <laughs> <laughs> no more like 20 year old chocolate yeah oh yeah true oh yeah 2021 Oh God, I'm so fucking old. Uh yeah, <laughs> you're right about that though. Yeah, we got we got Wonder Balls. We got shit. I was watching Oswald as I was saying right before we started recording. Um, there's gonna be a lot of nostalgia this episode, as you probably already see in the title, because this week we're gonna be talking about other franchises that we think would make for a good Smash clone. Uh of course, if you haven't seen the news, <laughs> the gaming news specifically, because there are bigger news stories out there that are definitely more important than this. But um, if you haven't seen that, uh, what is it? Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that game got announced recently, and it's basically a Smash Brothers clone, but for Nickelodeon characters. So I said, I think it'd be fun if we just like said what other IPs would make for a really good, similar type of game, either a Smash clone or, hell, something like uh, The City of Final Fantasy doesn't, isn't out of the running either, so... Because that's a crossover of all the Final Fantasy IP. But uh, in any case, that's something we'll talk about in the second half of the show. So look forward to that one. But we always start the program here. The program. Wow. I sound like Sarah Silverman. Uh, um, we always start the show here with the What We're Playing segment. And um, it's a little bit light as far as like diversity of things we've been playing. Uh, but some good stuff we've been playing nonetheless. So um, do you want to go ahead and kick us off, Al? Or do you want me to go ahead and start? I'll go ahead. All right. Make it happen, Captain. So I've been playing a bunch, like a lot of... I played, I've played about 10 hours of Pokemon Soul Silver for, um, for DS. You're just fully in the Pokemon era now. I remember last week, or last time you were on, you were saying, oh, I might tiptoe into Pokemon, and now it seems like you're full in. Yeah, like I also found um, on an Internet Archive a mass, like a 10-gig file of the first 19 seasons of the show. Oh my god. And I just went, okay, sure, I'll 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 take that. <laughs> and like I have the first two seasons on my phone now. Um I ordered a, a more Pokemon cards and I think my family is starting to get uh they're starting to get a little tired of this about all the Pokemon shit that's getting shipped to the house. Not not just that um I was after I after I ate dinner last night. I was in the living room, in the living room with with my niece. I was like, "Can I put something on?" And she's like, uh, "Okay." And I just put put on um, an archive wow. like archive dot org, uh, kids wb like a VHS stuff. Wow. <laughs> okay. Because apparently there's a lot of that. Jesus, I would not have assumed. I feel and, well. And yeah, they just, keep a lot of that stuff on archive. But yeah, go ahead. She just looks at me like so sick of it, saying, "Of course it's Pokemon." And 
She does the TikTok. I'm fucking sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wait, I mean, hey, at least you're, you know, enjoying yourself. Now, is this like cuz you were already on the Pokémon wave? Did did this whole Pokémon wave kind of make you tiptoe into some of the franchises you chose for the later segment without spoiling it yet? Uh yeah, like for the past the past week, week and a half, I've also been sick. Mm-hmm. I've yeah, had yeah. I, I've had a either a cold or a flu or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. And like I was wor- at the beginning. I was worried. Big beginning of the whole thing. I was worried I had COVID. Yeah, b- big deal nowadays. But yeah, kind of needed those creature or not creature comforts, but just those cozy comforts. Yeah, and yeah, um, last Wednesday was my grandma's funeral. Because my grandma was my last living uh, grandparent, I've sort of crawled up into a nostalgia hole. Yeah. Which and, terrible, I feel that. and like now I'm also trying to find a way to talk, see about getting an emotional support dog. Mm, okay. Pretty dope. I respect that. Are you thinking, oh, well, are you got like specific types of dogs or are they just like, because I'm not sure where you would get emotional support dogs specifically because you know shelters and all that stuff for pets but I- i'd be interested to see like what type of one you're thinking of getting uh or- i, I want to get a, a, a german shepherd Ooh, okay <laughs> all right they're big and lovable i fuck with the heavy i respect that i respect that so yeah so so a lot of i guess hey to bring it back to pokemon you know real life pets and pets in the game um, you said you put 10 hours into this one. Was it just, I mean, is it, which one was it? Uh, Soul Silver. That one, is that one that you played like the most during your childhood? Or is this one that like, it seems like you played a lot of Pokemon games. So is this like in the higher tier for you or what would you say? Uh, Soul Silver is actually the one that I've played least. Oh, wow. So I guess there's the most new content in it for you technically. Yeah. Like I, I mean, obviously I played Soul Silver. Or I played the original Silver game back 20 years ago. Okay, yeah. A lot of people played Silver. And I'm just trying my best to uh, to not quit playing the game because every every gym, every gym I go to, I, I end up like 10 minutes later losing the fight or losing the battle and having to go to uh, Google and say, how do I beat so-and-so's so-and-so? <laughs> Oh boy, I feel that. So it's kind of an endurance run right now. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, hey, here's hoping you're able to stick through it. Because I know, didn't you, I remember when you first started getting into the Pokemon rabbit hole a couple months back with uh, Pokemon Let's Go. Did you end up beating Let's Go? I'm actually uh, very close to beating the game. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, what I was going to say is going to get canceled out. Because I was going to say, you know, stick with one of these, see if you can get to the completion of them. But there's so many Pokemon games, I do not blame you for just bouncing around and tasting a little bit of all of them because they all are slightly different. So, yeah, sounds like well, you're having a good time. Well, I've actually, to be uh, to be honest, I've been just enjoying the Pokemon brand as it is. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think it was last week when, during uh, the, the Kind of Funny Games cast, or Games Daily. Yeah. And it was Blessing and Tim talking about mm-hmm. the Pokemon Live action news. Yep, I remember that. And how they could base it off the manga and stuff like that. Very interesting conversation there. Yeah, and I decided that I was going to buy the... Try to look for it, look and buy the manga. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Is there because... a 10 gig file archiving that? <laughs> no, I actually bought it and bought the print version. Oh, shit. Okay, man, you're really getting into it. So I, I own the first seven um, volumes of the manga. Respect that. Respect that. So are you? So you're about to crack into that one too, alongside all these games, huh? I already, I read the first volume in nearly one sitting. Shit. You're 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 in the thick of it now. <laughs> yeah. Excellent, excellent. What and good Tim did a great job of, of like selling, selling it like on selling the uh, like selling people on the manga. Yeah, he really did. Like, even when he was explaining, because I'm not even a Pokemon person, the way he described the manga sounded interesting to me. So I might have to give that a shot. Yeah, like it it adds more depth to uh, certain characters and areas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of makes it a little bit more adult as well in a weird way. Yeah. So uh, what, what have you been playing? I have been playing a lot of shit. All right, that's a lie. I'm playing two <laughs> games. <laughs> I I wish I've been playing a lot of shit. I've been because it's been a weird week. We got like house problems, and by house problems, I mean literally the house having problems. Uh, so I haven't been playing too much, but uh, I've been jumping into uh, Apex Legends. I'll start with that. Apex Legends is what I've been jumping into a lot uh, because the new season just dropped yesterday. I've been playing a lot this whole week just to try and squeeze out as much as I can out of that battle pass before it switched over. Uh, spoiler alert, I did not finish that battle pass. I barely played Apex last season uh, just because, you know, other games were out. So I went ahead and got to, I think, 47 in that battle pass before it finally wrapped up. Uh, and I just had to leave it there. I was going to stay up all night and do it, but I couldn't do it. So this morning, or actually yesterday night and a little bit this morning i was able to play uh the new season uh season 10 emergence for apex legends and i'll be honest with you chief i haven't had a chance to play all of the new content in there but i did get a chance to try out a lot of the more subtle changes and whatnot um the main thing that i got to play was uh, i didn't get to play seer because people either chose him or I didn't have a challenge that would reward me for playing Seer, so I tried out all the other things to try and get my Battle Pass rank up. Uh, but I have played alongside Seer in pretty much every match I played today, and he is definitely, he's very powerful. But not only is he powerful, he also has a very effective, I don't know how you want to say it, in the same way where he has a very effective tactical, where for people who don't play Apex Legends, tactical is basically your ability that you can use every few seconds rather than your ultimate, which you can only use every few minutes. Uh, the tactical on Seer reminds me a lot of Bloodhound's tactical because Bloodhound's tactical, all you do is hit the button, you send out a pulse from your location, and it tags all enemies within a couple meters around you. Uh, Seer has the same ability, but instead of it being a pulse that comes outward from his body, it is a targeted blast, and it goes through walls and everything, and then if any enemies are caught in that blast, then they are revealed for eight seconds, and you can see their health bars. So it is very powerful, but it is also so much more like... Because uh, one of the big downsides about Bloodhound's tactical is that if you shoot out that pulse, the enemy knows where you are. They just see where the pulse is coming from. But for Seer... It is literally a like funnel of micro drones coming from a random spot. And so you just follow that funnel to the starting point and you know where they are. 
<laughs> so it's very much so like, all right. So they, when in the trailers and in the teasers and stuff, they were talking about this ability as if, oh, it's going to be better than Bloodhounds because you won't be able to track Seer after he uses it. Now you can track Seer just as easily. So that that's one thing about it. And also his ultimate ability is very similar to, uh, what's her name? The young lady who's a scientist? Horizon. Uh, Horizon's ability where she has a black hole, she drops it down and everyone gets sucked into one center. Uh, this one doesn't do that. It's basically that same type of concept, but for reconnaissance. So you drop down this barrier or you drop down this little dome and anybody inside of the dome has their footsteps revealed to the whole team. So you can see them through walls and everything. It's Seer's abilities and his whole kit and everything. It's all about revealing the enemy so that you can push in on their location. Um, and it was really good having Seer on my team for most of my matches this morning because that is exactly what we did. <laughs> I I ran up on so many people just because oh I know right where they are let me go out let me run around hit them in the back uh, so yeah it was really good stuff there and they they had some other changes as well uh, the big changes that I was excited about was the L star which is like the energy light machine gun it shoots out little like balls of energy uh, I've always loved that gun in Titanfall two and when I sh saw it showing up in Apex I was like oh fuck yeah I'm gonna use this gun. That gun is not great in Apex. It has never been good. There's, for once again, for folks who don't play too much Apex, uh, the ground loot game for the L-Star is really bad, where for every weapon in the game, you can you know put on new attachments, you can put on new magazines, put on new stocks, put on new uh, barrels and grips and all this stuff. For the L-Star, all you could do is add a stock and add a sight, and that's it where every other gun had four different attachments, sometimes even five, the L-Star only had two. And in this update, now the L-Star can take magazines and it can take barrel stabilizers. So now there are four different things you can hunt for while you're playing a match of Battle Royale. And uh, it's a lot more fun to use the L-Star, basically. I have been using that thing. I've been getting some kills and it's great. It's still horrible at long range. So if you're trying to snipe people, do not use the L-Star. Maybe just stick with the new LMG, which is the Rampage. And that is one that I only played with for a little bit here. And it's basically, uh, basically think if you remember the Sentinel Sniper from Apex, where you could add a battery pack onto that and it'll charge up the sniper shot. Uh, this one, you can put a thermite grenade into it and it'll supercharge the fire rate because it has a very slow fire rate, which makes it really good in uh, longer ranges. but once people get up close, it's not really great because it's fire so slowly, but you amp it up with that thermite grenade and suddenly the firing rate is super fast and you can break through doors with the gun. So uh, it's really good. And yeah, everyone knows Apex Legends. It's a good game. It's a great game. Uh, this new content drop is even better. And from what I was hearing, because I was at work when the update actually dropped, but from what I've been hearing, uh, it sounds like it is a very stable update often these updates will drop and then the servers will just be broken for a day or two this time they were ready for it so uh yeah it's awesome uh <laughs> sorry i just i just saw a tweet pass by that said the ta ti got arrested in amsterdam which i just find really funny um because of stuff he's been saying recently but uh in any case yeah apex legends is still good uh i wish there was like more to say about it it is still the same apex that everyone knows that everyone loves and i do love it it is good but you know it's apex
<laughs> and I and this season, I'm gonna go ahead and lock it in. This season, Al, we're getting you in this damn game. <laughs> okay, good because uh, Graydon had met put in the writers' chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I he he, oh, he tagged he tagged both of us saying, since the season is starting, why why don't we do make that video now or yes. on on Tuesday? Yeah, yeah. I I couldn't do it on Tuesday because literally shit was falling out of the air. Like, okay, not shit was falling out of the air. Water is coming through my ceiling. We've had some issues in the house, so couldn't have done it Tuesday. But we're doing it this season, um, definitely because I, I wanted to do it last season. Then I just you know time got away from me. But now that I have it in my head at the beginning of the season, I'm like, yeah, we're doing this shit. So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll set up one of these nights, and we're definitely gonna do that. So I'll hit all y'all up in the chat, but. Yeah, man, I think I don't know if you'll love Apex Legends or anything, but I think it's worth trying because it is a solid ass game. And I mean, I've seen enough of it to know that if I there is a possibility I'll like it since it's it play it. It looks all like looks very much like Titanfall, too. Mm -hmm. It is definitely Titanfall light <laughs> as far as like I, I think a big I don't know what what do you like about Titanfall too? Let me let me ask that question first. Uh, I like the way the guns, the gunplay is. Okay. Uh, ball running. Like the movement abilities and such. Yeah, the traversal. Okay. I'll say the traversal in Apex isn't quite as over the top and insane as uh, Titanfall 2's uh, traversal. Like, there's no wall running. There's no... Well, there's one character who has a grappling hook. Um, but the, the movement abilities in this game aren't super insane, but depending on the legend, you can kind of get it to be a little bit crazier. Um, if you're playing as Octane, he has a little syringe that he can put into himself, and then he suddenly has twice the movement speed, so you can run around real fast with him, and then he has a jump pad where he just throws it on the ground, and then he can super double jump his way into, you know, on top of buildings and whatever else you want. Uh, so stuff like that. And, uh, Who's the other one? Horizon has a grav lift where she can just put it down on the ground. Essentially, she has like an anti-gravity elevator to just get on top of things. And the newest legend, well, the legend from last season, uh, Valkyrie, she straight up just has a jetpack. So <laughs> she definitely can, uh, can maybe tap into some of that movement system. But really, if you like the gunplay in Titanfall 2, think Apex is basically that gunplay, but maybe with the time to kill doubled on average um which is one thing i like about apex where they have all these abilities you know you can do all these ultimates and whatnot but when it comes right down to it every single character has the same amount of health everyone goes down the same way with the same bullets with the same gun uh you can really prove your prowess with just the gun skill alone without using the abilities so it's all supplemental and yeah i, I think you would like it we'll we'll have to get you in here pretty soon here so we can finally test this theory but i think you'd like it yeah because i i tried i played one match just one match of the uh the halo oh uh, infinite beta <sighs> and oh man that was that was a nightmare god damn it you know what my dumbass forgot that i played that <laughs> i played actually a lot of the halo infinite uh flight you're talking about the one from this weekend right yeah yeah. Oh man. You know what? I'll I'll talk about that a little bit uh in conjunction with the next game because the next game I've literally played for less than an hour. So I will only have a little bit to say about it. Um 
But hey, I'll go ahead and let you talk about the next game you've been playing because I want to know what what exactly the difference is between this game and the next game because I'm ignorant on it. So please enlighten me. Okay, next game I'm I'm talking about is Pokemon Omega Ruby. Okay, I have and never heard of this game. It's basically like you know how there's like Fire Red and Leaf Green and Soul Silver and Heart Gold. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. This is the next the this is Gen three Pokemon, but the re remat remat basically remastered or remade versions. Mm-hmm. And okay. the the big hook for this game is that it's it's very much. Uh, built with the 3DS in mind. Hmm. Did the Pokemon jump out of the screen? <laughs> oh man, I wish. That would be really neat. Uh, but it has the the characters from that game, like the important characters. Mm-hmm. Has like I, I maybe spent eight or nine hours just grinding, and like Pokemon in that game. Jesus, a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I just had the I had the worst luck. Like I kept running into a certain a certain character, a character who will be like, "Hey, let's duel," or not, or let let's let's have a Pokemon battle, <laughs> and my Pokemon were all that that very uh, hurt. Oh boy, sounds like a fun time. <laughs> yeah, I will say that while I was playing uh, Soul Silver and Omega Ruby, I was my anger levels were rising as well. Really, just general frustration with the game. Yeah, because of how bad I am at it. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's uh, I mean, it's Pokemon. I'm sure. I mean, you said you were already Googling strategies for how to beat some of these guys. So did that help at all? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I can't remember if it was Omega Ruby or Soul Silver. I caught a Geodude and I learned the move self-destruct. OK. And the name and that move is the, the name of the move is exactly how what it is the name implies exactly what it is the geodude uh once it uses self-destruct it blows up and it just dies like you can't use the pokemon anymore uh it faints okay it faints okay so you can at least revive it i guess but yeah it seems still a bit extreme yeah like it only has it can only the move can only be used five times like unless you have uh and and ether, jeez. <laughs> but oh boy, I was on. I was facing a a gym master. I, I was really having a a problem with, mm-hmm. and the the Pokemon that she had was it kept using um, I think it kept using a, a like a self recover like a health recover move. Yeah. So it it recovered itself. Geo to do self destruct, and I won. <laughs> there you go. And my um mama my machoke or my ma my champ that I got. Mama choke sounds like a command, but I'm <laughs> I'm just gonna let you go. <laughs> uh no, uh the machoke I traded uh my drowsy for. Yeah. Which is apparently that's that's the strategy you're supposed to use. You'll see take them that machoke or machamp and raise it up to the point where it's very powerful. And yeah, I I yeah. just, I just yeah. sidestepped the entire process. Oh wow! <laughs> you just decimated the competition, then, huh? Hot diggity damn! Well, hey, that's 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 incredible. Well, it sounds like, from what I know of Pokemon, it it sounds like the difficulty the difficulty is coming more from like the strategy to use and less about how to implement that strategy. 
Is that correct? Yeah, like I'm having, I'm having a, like if I could just like compare, com- like compare them. I'm having a neat, I'm a better time with Omega Ruby than I am with uh, Soul Silver. All right, sorry about that, y'all. Our Discord bot keeps wanting to drop out on us for some reason. Hopefully, it stays in this time. Got started. We pay for the exclusive bot. Let it work. Damn it. Oh, <laughs> it, I can't use it anymore. Wait, really? Why not? It's uh, it's if you go to the general chat, you'll see the sorry this, but this bot is only for patrons. Please use Craig. Whoa, what? I think it's because we both have the um, we're both paying for the for the access roster. Yeah, that makes sense. But shit, <laughs> I I just had it in my head that it would it would go to everyone in the server that I gave permission to use it. Even if you weren't paying for it, I thought it worked like that. So, well, okay. Well, that's news to me. In any case, what were you just saying? <laughs> we'll go back to where we were. Uh, I was saying, like, I I happened to find a place where I could, uh, where one have to worry about financial stuff with Pokemon and various other certain games on the GBA. Ah, okay. I, I get what you're... I'm picking up what you're putting down. And I think I may just go back to try using that rather than worry about like first certain certain games like Fire Red or Leaf Green or Mega Man Battle Network. <laughs> All right, I respect that. I will say I've been I've been thinking about that type of game. I've been thinking of those types of games as well recently. And I don't know if you knew this uh if you have an xbox series console because they made all of those consoles development machines if you just download the right app you can actually play a lot of those types of games on that console through a workaround i saw in a youtube video so yeah mm -hmm. yeah i've heard of that I've, i've seen that one as well yeah so i'm thinking about this where i because my money's looking funny so I recently actually bought an Xbox Series X and I totally had enough money for it and I was totally cool. But now, right after I bought it, like things are happening where I'm like, shit, I need to like tighten the belt. Uh, so uh, I'm think so I was already planning on selling this Xbox Series S, but then I thought, oh man, it could be my should I say the E word? <laughs> the, I, I don't know if that's like questionable. <laughs> It I mean, be my machine for playing other games is what I'll say if I use I, that workaround. Uh, you know how with uh, our stuff, like with like with our certain videos on our YouTube channel, mm-hmm. I'll say like captured on so and so. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the with a video coming out soon, I just straight up said captured on PC. So there you go. <laughs> Well, in that case, yeah, people people can figure it out. But um, I, I, in any case, whether or not I sell the Series S, uh, I may very well look into doing that because there's some, because even with PSP games, where I bought a bunch of PSP games when I thought the store was going to close, and then they never closed the store. So I'm out like a good sixty or seventy dollars of PSP games I bought randomly one night. But uh, because I have them, I've been playing them and. They, it's weird because stuff like like Pursuit Force, the, those games, the first one you can play on PS Vita TV, which I have been doing, and the second one is only available on the PSP natively, and it's really frustrating that I can't play that on the TV with the other one. So uh, weird inconsistencies like that are just going to bug the hell out of me. So 
yeah, maybe maybe that console is the place to go for that. So I'll decide. Um, also, speaking of Xbox, just so we can see, so you guys can listen in the next 10 minutes, uh, that Xbox, because I, I tweeted about this, Walmart put up some pre-orders for the Series X, and I was able to snag one finally, thank God. The problem is, I got an email yesterday around 3 p.m. that said, hey, there's a problem with your card. Can oh. you up? Can you update this within the next 24 hours so we can, you know, ship out your order? The thing is, I went to the order page. There was no prompt for me to fix my card or my payment information. There was nothing there. And everything looked fine. There was no alert or anything. So I'm hoping that email was sent in error. And they said I had 24 hours. So I'm going to sit here and wait. We got 10 minutes until it's been 24 hours since that email was sent. And I'm going to see if anything happens to that order. <laughs> I am very nervous. I have the money in the account, so I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried about like, oh, man, I've tried so hard to get this thing. Please don't do this to me now. So let's see what happens. Do you think it was a scam? Um, I don't think it was a scam. I actually called uh, Walmart to ask what was up with it because, you know, I could always email them. But like I wanted this shit solved. So I was like, I'm talking to a human. and the person on the phone saw the email that they sent me and she couldn't see anything on my account either that said I had to change something and legit. Here's what she said. Cause I think she just wanted me off the phone. So <laughs> she was like, all right, just that email that you got, just reply to that email and say, Hey, you can't find anything on your account that tells you to update your card. Uh, just explain to them what's going on. And I went to go make the email and I noticed the email, the, the actual address I was replying to said, do not reply at walmart.com. <laughs> and I'm, and so I stop her on the phone. I'm like, hey, before you leave, this email says, do not reply at walmart.com. You sure I should reply to this? And she's like, yeah, go ahead. And I'm like, all right. And I've replied to it. And it's been about, what, close to 20 hours since that. Plugged my microphone on accident in the middle of that story. I apologize. <laughs> but yeah, we're about to find out what's happening with that order because... Ugh, I'm very nervous. We'll see. It. I will say, last time I pulled it up, it marked it as preparing to ship. So we're going to see what happens with this thing. I'm actually going to pull it up and have it in my other tab while I'm looking at this. But in any case, Pokemon's really good. But you know what's even better? New games. <laughs> and I've been playing some newer things as well. Um, I'll go ahead and talk about Grime real quick, since that's something I've played very, very little of. And then I'll talk about Halo a little bit more. Um, Grime is a new indie game that came out on PC and Stadia. Uh, Stadia is how I played it, because it is free for uh, pro members on Stadia. And it is pretty solid. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard of it, it, is, it hasn't really been making waves. It wasn't really, no one was talking about it until it just came out. Uh, and it's basically a side-scrolling Metroidvania with some heavy Dark Souls influences. Um, how I've been thinking about it, it reminds me a lot of uh, what's that game? What's the Final Fantasy Souls-like game that just got announced that where you're trying to kill chaos? I forgot what it's called. It's like oh, man, I have no idea. Hold up, Stranger of Stranger of Paradise. Final Fantasy Origin. That's what it's called. Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Um, I didn't talk about it on the show for whatever reason, but I played that demo and a big thing in that demo is just parrying. 
uh, where enemies will send different attacks to you. And if you parry it right, you can send that exact same attack back. Uh, this game, Grime, is that same mechanic, but just in a 2D side-scroller with some Soulsborne elements. Um, it is very... It's very strange. Uh, now, when I say it's strange, gameplay-wise, it's actually very, you know, understandable and not weird at all. Uh, it has a stamina meter, just like every other Soulsborne game, which I find a little bit frustrating because it's a side-scrolling game, so the character is, like, often in the very center of the screen or down in the bottom right or something like that. The stamina meter is all the way at the top left of the screen. So I'm not really looking at the stamina meter until... I'm trying to swing and I'm not swinging. <laughs> so I'm like, oh man, I'm out of stamina. Let me back off. So sometimes I get in trouble that way, but combat feels great. The sound design and the animations, it really feels good. Like I like I said, I've only been playing for maybe 50 minutes or so at this point, but the sound it makes when you're like crushing through these stone monsters, it makes a really satisfying crunch when you kill them and it's really good. Um, and it's a lot deeper than I expected too, where... You're getting different weapons. Right now I have like a one of the first weapons you get is like a slightly heavy hammer type weapon. And then the next one are like dual twin blades that you get that are way faster. Uh, and there's, you know, different bonuses and negatives to each. And there's a light and a heavy attack to everything. So that part is really good. And there's also a dash where you can just straight up dash through enemies in order to, you know, avoid damage. But the parrying mechanic is what I really find interesting in this one where if... I'm as I'm in the opening area, so a lot of these enemies are dying in like three hits with the weapons I have. But if you parry them, you can kill all of these starting enemies in one hit if you parry them. And it's very not OP because it's still timing based. So, you know, you have to be good at the game in order to make that happen. But hot damn, it is something it, it feels really good to just one shot enemies with a parry. Um, and then they also have like these. I don't know what you call them, maybe statuesque arms that are going to be in the environment and they'll like swing at you. And then if you parry the arm, you can just disintegrate the arm and half the time they'll be on a barrier and then it disintegrates that barrier as well. Uh, basically, parry mechanics are really good in this one. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I want to play more. I was actually playing a little bit more right before we started uh, recording today just because I was like, man, I really want to talk about grime because I have nothing to talk about. Uh, but then I remembered Halo. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Grime is really good. I would say if you like Soulsborne games, if you like Metroidvania games, if you love parry mechanics, I love a good parry mechanic. So I'm really digging this. And it's hard to, I don't know if I'm bad at the timing or if it's Stadia lag. Because <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I think, oh man, I just hit it. And then I get hit. And so I don't know what that is. I, I'm pretty sure it's just me with the bad timing because Stadia lag is actually pretty good, especially when I'm playing on PC. But uh, yeah, we shall find out in due time. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm watching gameplay footage right now of uh, Grime. Yep. And actually, lo it really looks good. Yeah, it really looks good. Yeah. And artistically, I, I saw some gameplay of later levels as well. It really... I don't want to say it's H.R. Geiger, because I think that makes it sound a lot more gushy and wet. That makes it sound a lot more creepy. Yeah, it's it's less creepy, more unsettling, where the art design in this game, everything looks very weird. Like in the in the opening section, there's a lot of like enemies with big ass like tiki heads that you can just shatter for uh their equivalent of souls also you don't drop your souls when you die 
which is really good for me. But you do get put all the way back to the last checkpoint, which can be very far. So you don't want to die in this game. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of like giant tiki heads in this opening section. There's like these spiky taco looking things that shoot nails at you. Uh, there's a lot of like stone, like stationary stone statues that don't have any legs so they can't move, but they'll throw spears at you from where they are and then you have to parry the spears back. Um, it's, it's a lot of weird shit. And some of the later levels I saw had like brand, like you, you, have you ever seen war of the worlds, the Tom Cruise movie? Uh, yeah. Okay. Wow. I know this is a random <laughs> comparison, but uh, the little blood branches, like the little blood vines that you saw the aliens use sometimes, it has oh, yeah, a lot of yeah. that. Yeah, it has a lot of that in some of the later levels. So it can look really... Some of the character designs are grotesque. I don't think it's trying to be outright horrifying, but it uses the grotesque aesthetic to make some interesting visuals. And I'm excited to see what those visuals are going to be as I keep playing. But yeah, man, if you got Stadia Pro, there's actually five games given away for free this month on Stadia Pro. So it's probably worth that 10 bucks <laughs> just for the month. Um, I think Valkyrie of Chronicles 4 is on there and then like three other indie games. So in addition to Grime. So yeah, shout out to that. But I'll talk a little bit. Uh, I didn't write it on the doc because I forgot about it, but I'll talk a little bit about Halo Infinite. Um, how much of the of the beta did you play over the weekend? Literally just one match? Literally just one match. Then I got angry. Went back to the de- Xbox uh, dashboard and deleted it because I realized that that this is why I don't play Halo multiplayer anymore because I'm terrible <laughs> at it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I, I'll say wait for that campaign. Campaign's probably going to be pretty great. But uh, for the for the multiplayer, I played a little bit of it. And wait, when did you play it? Let me ask that. Like what time? What day? What time? Oh, I played it. Um, played on played it on Sunday. Ooh, see, okay, that's why. Because the the whole thing with this beta was that it was a bot beta, so you were fighting bot matches the whole time, but they increased the difficulty of the bot of the bots each day. So it was like regular, not recruit difficulty, but like regular difficulty on the first day. Then they went to ODST level, then they went to Spartan level on Sunday. And then at the end of Sunday, they turned on PvP so you could actually fight against humans. So yeah, it was it was just steadily increasing difficulty. So Hopping in on Sunday was maybe not not the best move, <laughs> but hey, you'll be able to change that in the actual game. So you know we'll see about that. But um, in any case, yeah, the beta was pretty good. I I enjoyed it. It, it very much so felt like how, how do I say this? I am somebody. My favorite shooter of all time is Titanfall Two, of course. So you know that's the starting point. But the thing about this game that I I think I respect it, but. I don't know if I love it that much is how all of the weapons are just spread out across the map where it's not like Call of Duty where, oh, I want to use the AK. So I'm going to equip the AK and just start with that in the game. Um, There's no creative class options here. There's really very few options here as far as, you know, any gameplay enhancements or tweaks you can make. It's it's an arena shooter and a classic arena shooter. So all of the weapons are on the map. If you want something that isn't the regular assault rifle or the regular pistol, you have to go find a commander rifle. You have to go find the... They have a new weapon in there that kind of... It's like a split shot where you can change it to shoot vertically or horizontally. And you can take out an enemy in one hit if you hit him horizontally. Or you can spread that damage across to a couple different bodies if you hit him, you know, vertically. 
um, or maybe vice versa. I don't know if I used the right words there. Uh, but in any case, overall, I really enjoyed it. It's a lot faster than I remember Halo multiplayer being, because I have played a little bit of Halo here and there. Uh, it's not that the time to kill feels like it's super short. It's more that I feel like the fire rates are faster. I feel like it's a lot more twitchy, where Halo always felt like uh, I'm a casually aim over here. And, you know, hopefully I can maybe jump around and dodge their bullets long enough. Like, the firefights in that game are very long. Here, they feel they feel shorter than old Halos, but longer than every other game out right now. <laughs> Which is kind of, you know, kind of hard to quantify in exact terms, but... I say it's I say it's feeling pretty good. It's very much so. One thing that kind of annoyed me, and this is something I actually played a little bit of Halo Three later this week. So this is something that's always been in the franchise, apparently. But if you're zooming down and aiming down sights at an enemy, if you get shot while you're aiming down sights, you instantly get knocked out of aiming down sights, and I don't love that. It is very frustrating when you're like, all right, I'm gonna get this shot off, and then someone hits you in the back, and then suddenly you're trying to no scope them from across the map because <laughs> you're no longer aimed. So uh, that's a little bit frustrating. And of course, there were a couple of visual glitches, a couple technical bugs. The the whole beta crashed one good time for me. But you know, this this build is a couple months old. They're just testing things out, so it's all fine. But overall, I really enjoyed it. I can see myself coming back to this for a while. Um, the thing I'll say now, this is this might be controversial. I I talked about Splitgate Arena Warfare on the last episode of this podcast, and it, I still think Splitgate's more fun to me personally. Just something about the feedback of those guns and the the audio feedback on hit markers and everything. I think I just think Splitgate's a little bit better, just for my taste right now. And plus, you know, with the portals of Splitgate, it kind of evens up that movement. And I only compare them not because literally Splitgate's motto is that it's Halo with portals. It's less because of that. It's more because they are both similar products, but they're both going to be free to play. So my question is, you know, Halo can be great. Halo can be good. But just playing these 4v4 arena matches, that's not really what I think is going to make Halo uh, an appealing product. Uh, Splitgate's going to excel at these 4v4 matches, I think. And I think I'll stick with it for that. but. Halo, I want to see the big epic battles, man. I want to see all the vehicles on play. I want to see these giant maps. I want to see, honestly, hopefully there's a cooperative component, maybe some firefight type stuff. That's what I'm interested to see from Halo, and this didn't really test that. But it seems like the gameplay itself on its own is really good, is going to be solid. It's not better than all of its contemporaries, but I think it's going to hold on its own. I just really, the part that I'm excited for are the things that only Halo can do. So, you know, time will tell on that one. But yeah, those are my thoughts on it. We'll find out when hopefully that game comes out this year. L let me ask you this quick question before we go on to the uh, final topic here. Do you think I there's been a lot of talk and by a lot of talk, I mean, I heard it on Games Daily like three times. Um, <laughs> there's been some discussion about Halo possibly dropping its multiplayer suite this year. Oh, and, and pushing the single player into next year. Yeah. You think that's going to happen, man? Uh, with the way things have been lately, with all the like all the games that have been suddenly delayed or pushed back into 2022, mm -hmm. anything is possible it? right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, true. Anything like anything can possible. happen. 
Yeah. I mean, shit, we, this is another thing we haven't talked about on the podcast because it hasn't really been a reason to. And also I don't like being sad, but Horizon Forbidden West probably getting pushed back. We, we got a uh, confirmation, not from Sony, but you know, people are reporting that it's getting delayed. So <sighs> there's going to be, it's going to be a weird fall coming up. We're going to be playing a lot of games that were supposed to come out at the beginning of this year or last year. So, or yeah. in my case, I'll be playing Pokemon Diamond, Brilliant Diamond, Shining <laughs> Pearl, a game that came out maybe 10 years ago. Oh my God. Well, hey, you're, and you're still having fun. So it looks like you won out of all of us. Um, let me ask this. Are you planning on hopping into Pokemon Unite, that MOBA? Uh, no, I, I'm not really a MOBA guy. Okay, probably good. Because from everything I hear about that game is either, oh, man, this, this game's getting me into MOBAs because I love Pokemon, and it's just a Pokemon MOBA, so I love this. Or it's, hey, I love Pokemon, but this game is specifically designed to just suck you out of all of your money and to make all the fights trivial if you pay enough money. Like, it seems insidious but because it's pokemon people love it it's it's the nintendo effect man <laughs> i don't know what to tell you but that's besides the point that's besides the point we're not gonna roast anybody who also that mm -hmm. when talking about uh this like this fall fall this year for games don't forget about metroid dread shit you're right metroid dread is coming out i whew, i i think that game's gonna be good and all you really think that's going to be game of the year caliber when it comes? I hope so, because if this is good, then they can start. Like, I have a feeling this the Metroid Dread is a test, like a test run to see if people will want to like get back into that world. OK, to see, like, what's the temperature for Prime 4 type thing that or even just like sides of the like classic uh, Metroid. Hmm. OK. I mean, hey, I, I respect classic Metroid. I, I think it'd be cool if it came back. Dread just seems like a very modern version of quote unquote classic Metroid. So I'm excited I'm excited to see how that rolls over with fans. But uh yeah, when they when they drop that trilogy right before four, I will be on the Prime trilogy. Uh because I have been wanting to play Metroid Prime forever. <laughs> so I'm just waiting for them to give me a way to do it in hopefully high frame rates and hopefully uh at a decent resolution is nintendo i can't expect 4k but it is what it is and without having to bus take out the wii u <laughs> exactly i'm the, take out the wii u shit i gotta buy one <laughs> god i i skipped that that console entirely but uh things that we won't skip is the special topic for this episode ladies and gentlemen once again as i mentioned at the top of the show you guys have seen nickelodeon all-star brawl and if you're anything like me who grew up a being a fan of Nickelodeon and B being a fan of crossover events, uh, then it probably set your imagination just off. It probably just set you set a fire up under your butt to just get all nostalgic about Nickelodeon and say, Oh, you know, I want to see LT gray in this game and just say all the random characters you can think, Oh, let's get a cat stretch stage. <laughs> Like dumb shit like that. And I've definitely been in my bag on that. I've been looking at a lot of Nickelodeon, just all the memes that have been coming out on Twitter. I joined the subreddit for the game and people are still going off with memes and jokes there. It's just a good time. I've been watching fucking Oswald reruns and Maggie and the Ferocious Beast. I'm feeling good about Nickelodeon. So I said, hey, everyone loves the idea of, you know, these crossover fighters. What other franchises do we think have enough 
heavy hitters, enough, you know, fan love, however you want to quantify it. Uh, which of these franchises could also use a good old fashioned Smash clone? So I told Al about it, and we've both gathered about three different franchises. We're using franchises here kind of loosely. <laughs> Maybe these are just like IP holders or whatever you want to call them. But uh, we have three of them that we're going to go ahead and pitch a little bit for a potential Smash clone. And so I'll go ahead and kick us off on this one uh, since, you know, we... Wait, did we start with you? Yeah, we started with you on the last segment, so I'll go ahead and start this one. Um, this one, I, I thought this was going to be a really good haymaker to have at the end, but looking at the actual list of shows they still own, it's not quite the haymaker I thought, so I moved it to the front. Um, so here are the shows that I would like for this one. I'm trying to look through this and make sure I'm getting it right. Okay, yeah, this is the one I'll do. So PBS Kids. Um, Al, did you watch a lot of PBS growing up? Yes, and if you, if Wishbone is not on this list, I'm out of here. <laughs> I respect it. I mean, Wishbone can be on this list because technically that did air on there. But man, it is very much so like, like just looking at it. Oh my god! Okay, there we go. All right, I found what I was looking for because the problem I had when whenever because I googled all of these like for all of the franchises we typed, I typed. This franchise shows like PBS Kids shows. The first thing that came up was the official list of PBS, PBS Kids shows from their website. And looking at this, I was like, fuck, I only know like four of these. I might be in trouble. But <laughs> I go on Wikipedia and it gives me the full list of all the old shit. So like this would be this is actually a haymaker <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, and I got some good ones later, but. Wishbone is definitely one. Wishbone should get some type of representation. But I'm talking not just Wishbone. We got motherfucking Reading Rainbow. We got Mr. Rogers. We got fucking Barney and Friends. And this is the old shit. We got Teletubbies. Zaboomafoo, my guy. Oh, uh, with the lemur. I, I don't, I don't oh, mess you? with I don't mess with Barney. Oh, re wait. Were you one of the kids who was afraid of Barney? I was as a kid, I was terrified of Barney. <laughs> oh man, poor like guy. I, I have, I have like memories that will never leave my brain of me being like four or five years old in my backyard, and my mom's friend in a Barney suit. Holy shit! And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like frozen in fear. <laughs> All right, for that, I I can understand that. Because you're not the only one. I remember a lot of kids that because Barney was one of my favorite shows. So I remember being at okay, I don't know if I have direct memories of this because this is literally 20 plus years ago. But I remember liking Barney and wanting it on at like daycare centers and stuff. And then I remember some kids being like, eh, like crying and running away. So maybe I mean, hey, it's we're adults now. We can take Barney now, you know, 1v1. I'm taking him. Um, but yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of good ones on here. We got JJ the Jet Plane, my guy. Uh, where, where's the other one I saw? Thomas the Train? Get the fuck out of here, bro. This is a good roster. Only it, only if it's uh, the uh, Ringo Starr, George Carlin era. <laughs> of of Thomas the Train? Yeah, they, they, they were the engineers. Wait, Ringo Starr and George Carlin? Yeah. What the fuck? Really? No yeah. way. Back in like this, back in like I think the seventies. Thomas, Ringo Starr, Thomas. I just typed it in. Motherfucker, you are right. 
What the hell? Oh, in the okay, in the UK. That's what okay, I get it now. That makes sense. Cause in America, that shit wasn't happening. Jesus Christ. That okay, so there's you don't even have to hire voice talent. Just get the rights to those voice clips and here we go. Let's fucking go. Um, let me see. There is a couple more here that I wanted to point out. Fetch at Rough Ruffman would be my guy. Like I would be a fetch main. I used to love Fetch at Rough Ruffman. Do you remember that show at all? No. Uh, long story short, it was a game show where a talking animated dog would tell these kids to go do all these like games and shit where they'd have to run. It'd be like scavenger hunts where they would have to run around town and it would be like about like, oh, this this whole episode is themed about around the U.S. Revolution. So go to fucking Philadelphia. So they're all like kids from Philadelphia running around Philadelphia like, oh, we got to go to this bell and then type in the number here and then open the next code. It was basically like the amazing race, but for kids and educational. And I loved it. It was so great. Like the writing for Fetch was just like the talking dog was funny. Like he was already good. But then the kids getting to run around and explore the world. It was like, man, that's the shit I want to do. And I knew that when I was like 12 years old that I would want to be in a thing like that before I knew what the amazing race was. So, yeah, I fuck with that heavily. Fetch Ruff Ruffman, I would. ooh, God, Fetch Ruff Ruffman in a game like this would be great. But like even the stuff that's still on uh, that apparently they're still airing for some reason. I thought some of these things were canceled. Actually, no. Arthur, of course, we got to show some respect to Arthur. He, he's coming off the air pretty soon. So, uh, wait, what? Wait, you didn't know that, Arthur? No. Yeah, the final season is either it's late later this year or early next year. They announced it like two weeks ago. Oh man! Oh yeah, God. It was funny because literally the tweet that announced it was like Arthur's being canceled after 20 years and everyone just quote tweeted it like, what the hell did he do? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was really funny. But uh, yeah, Arthur, Arthur's just been he's been a part of like our culture. He's like a lower key SpongeBob where people say SpongeBob is our generation's uh, Simpsons. I feel like Arthur is probably what what's the what's the inverse of the Simpsons? Probably our Futurama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the memes that come out of Arthur are getting close to the types of memes that come out of SpongeBob. So, yeah, Arthur's great. Got to show some respect to that. Clifford the Big Red Dog. Come on now. It, if he's not on the roster, we at least need a stage where it's just his back. <laughs> or just him, like like the way Donkey Kong is in Smash. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like they, they gotta do something with him. And they're releasing that live action movie sometime soon here. So uh indefinitely indefinitely de delayed. Oh, the movie got indefinitely delayed? Yeah, because of uh other stuff that I don't want to mention because uh like uh, things that are happening in the world. Yes. Mm, okay, yeah. Understood. Ugh. Well, in any case, in there and the last ones I'll give a shout out to. They made a cat in the hat TV show. So we could get Mike Myers back and have him voice the animated cat in the hat. <laughs> let's fucking go. So yeah, I would do that. Curious George, let's fucking go. Get Will Ferrell to be the yellow hat guy like he was in the yeah, animated Jack Johnson movie. Johnson back to um, sing uh, Upside Down. Oh shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, get, get them all back. Yeah, let's fucking go. And uh, yeah, I think that those are the big heavy hitters of this one. Oh, lest I forget, Between the Lions, a... And also, the even bigger heavy hitter that I can't believe I forgot about, 
Fucking Sesame Street, bro. Get Elmo, Big Bird, all up in here. Ernie. Ernie is a assist trophy, probably. But <laughs> that you got some heavy hitters in, in the Sesame Street repertoire. And that goes so far beyond everything else. So, yeah, PBS, that would be an incredible game. PBS Smash Clone. Let's fucking go. All right. So what, what you got for one of yours? I want to hear what, what you got. And do you want, when you say yours, I have list of all of the programming from all of these things. So tell me which one you're going to do, and I'll send you a link in the chat. <laughs> uh, well, actually, I have... First, I did a Google search. Ooh, okay. But I real and I just now realized that some of them are going to be after going to Wikipedia while you were talking. I noticed some of these are going to be hard get, so I'm going to just put this in the fantasy, like if if rights weren't a thing, like if copyright wasn't a thing. Okay. All right then. So got, and I even I even came, got came up with a name for for at least the first two. All right then. Try me then. Kids WB Battleground. Ooh, okay. <laughs> kind of Char- characters mm-hmm. from Jackie Chan Adventures. Respect. The Zeta Project. Ooh, okay. Pokemon. What? All right. Uh, Shaolin Showdown. Okay. All right. I see why. I'm now realizing. Yeah, Pokemon would make this hard. But anyway, continue. Uh, Animaniacs. Oh fuck. Okay. All right. You're playing with fire here. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, Batman Beyond. Oh my god. All right. Let's get it. Mucha Lucha. God, fuck. What is that? I remember that. Oh, mu- okay. I'm seeing the logo. Yeah, I fuck with Mucha Lucha. Let's go. Teen Titans. Oh my god. This is impossible. <laughs> X Men Evolution. Okay. Oh man. This is going to be stacked. Static Shock. Mmm. Damn. That he'd be on the cover for Christ's sake. Uh, Freakazoid. Oh my god. Him too. He'd be Max- in the background. Max Steel. All right, I don't remember Max Steel, but I respect it. Uh, Mac, Max Steel was a, you know how on the comedy button, uh, Mac, well, Max Scoville, uh, he, on the first episode of the comedy, the comedy, the comedy button, he mentioned that he wanted to change his name. Like he had, he had a, he changed his name to Max, and I, oh. I almost did. A, I nearly did a similar thing because of because of Max Steel. Oh, this. This fucking Ben 10 looking ripoff? It was years before. Okay, so Ben 10's the ripoff of Max Steel. <laughs> they made a movie about this in 2016. What the fuck? This is legitimately a Max Steel live action 2016 movie 16 years after this show was on the air. And it's the same thing. I, because I was looking up Max Steel pictures to like get an idea what you're talking about. The movie came up first. So I was like, all right, they just named it the same thing on accident. No, what and, the hell? Yeah, and since there was there's a bunch of syndication, uh, like from different, uh, networks or not networks, uh, studios. Yeah, you can bring in Yu-Gi-Oh. Ooh, fuck. Cubics. Oh my god, Cubics! Shit. Oh my god. Men in Black the series. Oh my god, no! All right, this this is kicking my ass now. <laughs> uh. Technically, this is acquired programming, but still, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> okay, <laughs> people are finally gonna get their Goku. My God. Uh, oh, yeah. That that's that, there's there's more. There? Could, there's more. There's a lot more I could choose from. Dude, it's not even like I'm looking at the same list that you're looking at on Wikipedia. It's not even fair, man. <laughs> like you did all of that. Wait, did you say Ozzy and Drix already? No. 
okay, Ozzy and Drix, people who don't remember, fuck, wait, what's the name of the movie? Osmosis Jones. Osmosis Jones, the movie with fucking Chris Rock and the other guy and, ah, uh, God, who's the guy from Ghostbusters? Why can't I think of his name? Uh, Bill Murray. Thank you. <laughs> Bill Murray. People are going to cancel me for that one. Um, yeah, that movie was great, and the movie was so great, they made an animated series about it, Ozzy and Drix. If Ozzy and Drix was in a fucking fighting game, I would cry. I would literally cry tears. That would be incredible. You didn't even mention which one was it that I saw. They not only had a Bugs and Daffy sitcom, they had the Daffy Duck show. So you can get the Looney Tunes up in here alongside the Animaniacs. So like, Yeah, I, I didn't want to... The reason I, I didn't choose to bring in the Warner Brothers classics... I didn't want to crowd like make it a little too crowded. Ah, okay. I respect that. Yeah, they even have like Sylvester and Tweety mi- mysteries. So like, yeah, you could easily stack this to be crazy. Um, I'll say. I mean, they had a beautiful sh- a beautiful Joe show, which could satisfy all the people who were hoping to see that franchise in Smash. <laughs> uh, I know there were a lot. It was so funny. Um, Astro Boys up in here, dude. Wait. Whoa, hold up. What the fuck is this? Brats of the Lost Nebula? What the fuck is that? Is that the actual Brats? Like the doll? Okay, no. No, it's not. Never mind. I thought it was like Brats dolls, and I was about to lose my shit. I, I fuck with Brats, kind of. I'm not going to lie. Uh, and uh, the one that I want to give a shout out before we move on, the Mummy animated series? Yeah. Oh, dude, that would be incredible. Fucking Brendan Fraser doing voices in a fucking Smash clone. I'm sure he wasn't in the animated series, but still, a brother can dream. Um, hell yeah, man. I respect the hell out of that. All right, so yeah, good picks. Good. I When when I saw WB Kids here, I was like, mm, I don't know about that, Chief, but you really sold me on that. That's really good. All right, so let's see. Now, let, here's my rebuttal. This one doesn't have as wide of a roster, but I think what's there is going to be really, really good. And that is DreamWorks. DreamWorks fighting game. Let's fucking go. I think, because here's the thing. Everyone knows about DreamWorks. Everyone knows what they do. Of course, you could get yourself a Shrek fighting game out of this. And there's already a Shrek Shrek fighting game from like the original Xbox. So besides those characters getting in here, imagine Shrek going toe-to-toe with the fucking Prince of Egypt. (laughs) With, With like some of the chickens from Chicken Run. With... With fucking Sylvester Stallone from Ants, like I, I think it would be. Oh, what if they're going toe to toe with like the effeminate shark from Shark Tale that Jack Back played? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Uh, and then on, on top of that, you have all these crazy animated uh, characters going toe to toe with like the very grounded, realistic spirit. <laughs> the just the horse movie where the horse doesn't talk. Oh my god. I, I remember seeing Spirit in theaters and being like, I do not understand this movie. I saw that as a kid and I was like, none of there's no jokes. There's nothing. It's just it's just the animal emoting. It was the strangest thing. I, I had never seen some shit like that. Also, apparently they made a spirit Netflix TV show, so good for them. Wait, they made two. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I think DreamWorks could be a really good roster because you got Shrek, you got all of the 2D animated ones. The brothers from El Dorado could be the Ice Climbers. Like, tell me that wouldn't be great. The Road to El Dorado? Oh, dude, that'd be great. So you have that. You got Matt. We could have some Madagascar stages. Bro, Wallace and Grummet could be in this. I forgot about Chris of the Were-Rabbit. <laughs> oh, 
dude, it they could be the ice climbers, but it's real. No, it wouldn't be the ice climbers. It would be like Pokemon Stadium, where it would be Gromit doing all the work and Wallace just accidentally like KOing people. <laughs> like that would be great. Over the hedge, excellent. Flushed away could be in here. B movie, where his ultimate is just like a legal battle. <laughs> oh man, most people didn't watch B movie. That that whole movie hinges about like, can you legally be in love with a bee? Is a bee a person? It was so weird. Um, in any case, I'm trying to see what else in here will be good. All right, you got some duds in here. I don't turbo is whatever. We don't need turbo. Oh, how to drain your drag? Oh, drain your dragon. Good God, if you're draining your dragon, I'm praying for you. But uh, <laughs> how to drain? Oh fuck! How to train your dragon? <laughs> Is what I was trying to say. Uh, how to train? How to train your dragon will be a really good franchise to have in here. I'm just not gonna say that franchise anymore. Um, yeah, that one wouldn't be good. Mm, I feel like I don't like these movies because I don't care about these movies. But Boss Baby, I feel like you'd have to have them in there. Like, of course, right? Yeah. Let's see here. Home would be good. Have Rihanna get another check? She's already a billionaire. Who, who she she doesn't want another check from dropping some voice lines for a smash for a smash clone because <laughs> she was in that one movie Home with the alien that was Josh Gad. Um, and yeah, the penguins from Madagascar. I feel like that would be their assist trophies. And ooh, Captain Underpants one v oneing against Megamind. Oh, That's I gotta see that. Oh, that would be great. Captain Underpants movie, I, I still want to see. I still haven't gotten around to it, but it looks really good to me. And then, of course, last but not least, or actually, there's other... Fuck, I forgot they made Abominable and the Croods. Croods I don't really care about, but... All right, perhaps we'll switch to Craig if, if our bot keeps dropping out like this. Perhaps we'll switch to Craig. Um, but the, as I was saying, uh, apologies. This is going to be a really weirdly edited podcast. I apologize for that in advance. Um, well, in advance, you guys have already heard like four cuts. In any case, trolls. You gotta put some trolls in here. Um, I I'm not a big I don't even know how you would wh which characters in the trolls movies you would choose. I actually saw the second trolls movie, believe it or not. How was don't, it? it it was all right. It was <laughs> it, it I, I love how I love how you just don't want you really like I do not want to talk about this. It's it's one of those movies where I don't hate it. It it's better than I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be dog shit so I could just shit on it freely and without guilt. But no, it's actually a decent movie. Uh, there's one, the one, the biggest prop I'll give to it is they start the movie and they're like, here's the entire Trolls universe and we have a different segment for all of the musical genres. They're like, we got country, we got pop, we got rock. And it's like, they went through everything except for hip hop. And I was like, man, what the fuck is this? And then. And then later on, because literally there's only all of the trolls look like trolls, except this one dude who just looks like a weird, fuzzy animal that doesn't share the same atomical structure as the trolls. So halfway through the movie, he's like, I want to find my own people because I, I know I'm different and I want to find my other people. And also, side note, he's like the only character in the main cast who is voiced by a black person. So it's like, oh, man, this is. Uh, like oh, that is that's not right. It, see, you would think it's not right, but what they do with his character, I'm just going to spoil this. So if you really if you really want to watch Trolls War Tour, hop out of here for like 30 seconds. Um, 
but yeah, his story arc ends where he, he apparently he's actually an alien because he gets abducted. Turns out the aliens are his family and his long lost family are all the aliens are like from the funk section of the universe. So like is fucking George Clinton. And oh, that is awesome. Yeah. And Anderson Pack is like their son. <laughs> it's like incredible. Anderson Pack has a whole musical number. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is actually a really cool way to do it. And it it kind of like addresses the fact that, hey, the one person who felt they were different, that's voiced by a black character. There's a reason for that. Here's all of his black people. <laughs> and it's like, OK, that was kind of a creative and interesting way to do that. So I'll give you props there. And the movie's pretty well thought out in general, but. It's still trolls. <laughs> it's still just like here's some pop music numbers. Uh, but I don't know, it's cute. It's it's very cute. If you like cute shit, then give it a gander. Um, so yeah, that's it for my DreamWorks uh pitch for this Smash clone. Uh, what's the next franchise you have in mind for yours? Fox Kids Showdown. Fox Kids. All right, I got my list up. Now I got the the Wikipedia list. We sticking to the United States because there's a lot of shit for Australia and other ones. Uh, yeah, we're sticking to United States. All right, excellent. Oh boy, oh, I'm already scared. All right, lay it on me. And the, uh, I should say up front, this will not be as hype as the kids WB one. <laughs> yeah, we respect it nonetheless because like it only lasted like twelve, ten, twelve years. True, true. <laughs> uh, deals they could sign. Bobby's World. I barely remember Bobby's World. Let's see if I can. I'm going to look up pictures while you're going. Oh, this guy. Oh, I remember his head looking weird. You know who voices Bobby? Who? Howie Mandel, the fucking guy from Deal or No Deal. Yeah, isn't doesn't he doesn't have doesn't he have crazy like OCD? Yeah, he does. That's why he all he doesn't handshake people or high five them. He just fist bumps them because he's very. Um, I think the word might be neurotic. Like he washes his hands all the time. Like he always has hand to sanitize. Yeah, weird. Yeah, Bobby's World is one of the main things he's credited with. Is Saint Elsewhere, Deal or No Deal, America's Got Talent, then Bobby's World, <laughs> then Gremlins One. Strange, but yeah, Bobby's World is a good one. What else he got uh, for me? X Men: The Animated Series. Okay, getting another X Men. So, so just get those characters. Get bring them in. And yeah, since yeah. and since Fox is now owned by Disney, no licensing problems. Oh, fuck. You're right. Ah, damn. God, media consolidation has its benefits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't buy brands if you're a big brand. Anyway. Uh, the the Carmen San... Basically, just I'm, I just put Carmen San Diego because there's a bunch of... different. There's, mul there's multiple series w with her on Fox Kids. Damn, I did not realize. Respect to her. <laughs> uh, Droopy Master Detective, which is basically like a droopy dog. With like a dressed like a detective, it was. I remember Droopy? Holy shit! <laughs> I forgot about them. Yeah, he's a Hanna Barbera character. Yeah, that makes sense. Dro Droopy would be a good addition in here. He'd fill the Garfield role for the Nickelodeon one. Uh, the Tick. Oh, the Tick. Yeah, you gotta have the Tick in there. Respect on that one. Technically, this next one is as a technicality because it only it was only reruns. Uh, Tiny Toon Adventures. Okay, I still respect that. Tiny Toon Adventures, let's get them in. And plus, that's not the full Looney Tunes roster, so it's not as crazy. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Fuck yeah, let's go. Ba power for the Battle Grid or whatever that game's called. Move aside. <laughs> Casper. Oh, yeah, animated Casper. I forgot. Yeah, I'm fucking with that. Goosebumps. 
Ooh, my God. You're speaking my language. Goosebumps. Let's go. Get the mannequin in there. Uh, Big Bad Beetleborgs. Beetleborgs. Only ran for one year, but still, get in. (laughs) I mean, respect to it. I'll give them that. There's one I wanted to bring up real quick because I'm looking at it alongside you. Do you remember Ghost Rider? Yeah. Dude, like, here's the thing. I don't care about Ghost Rider in general, but they can put in the, the monster from the Halloween episode, the purple goop guy with the leather jacket on that scared the shit out of me as a kid so put him in the roster and scare the shit out of other kids <laughs> oh boy then to add to the marvel stuff mm-hmm. well actually no this could be this could be a problem spider-man Ooh, ooh, that could be a problem that yeah. that's gonna fuck up my playstation all-stars reboot <laughs> <laughs> i respect it nonetheless but hey man you're not standing in front of me in the playstation one that's the one i gotta get back I am choosing not to allow Life with Louie. Life with Louie. I forget how that one. Uh, Louie Anderson. Wait, that was a Louie Anderson. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's strange. Yeah, like, no, he's not. He's not allowed in the club. Yeah. Didn't he? Okay. Did Louie Anderson do something? He did something very bad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, I remember hearing non good things about him and honestly just looking at him he looks like he's he looks like he's been up to something in the recent past (laughs) so moving on past that something that is that everyone knows about if they're a telltale fan yep sam and max freelance police hell yeah can't believe this was on a children's network because isn't sam and max like very like 13 yeah it's like pg 13 it's like halfway or it's in between kids and adults yeah, exactly. So weird that it was on uh, Fox Kids, but respect to it. Uh, Ninja Turtles, the next mutation. Respect to that. Nickelodeon's always already taken some of that thunder, but still respect yeah. to it. Uh, Silver Surfer. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, damn. That was literally only on the spring of 1998. <laughs> and hey, that's it, it still counts. It does count, but shit. Literally like four months, and that's it. Godzilla the series. Oh man, Reptar, watch out! Which was the only good thing about that live-action Godzilla movie? Oh, that it referenced the series. No, that the series was based around that that movie. Like oh. Godzilla was a good was a good guy, and had it had the same design as a movie. Wow, that's really but they were weird. still fighting kaiju's. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's up with that, but I almost forgot that series existed. I'm looking at pictures and it's activating things. Uh, this one is going to be a big get because you didn't mention it. Uh, Magic School Bus. Oh my god. That would be dangerous. <laughs> they got Magic School Bus in here. Oh my god. Miss Frizzle with the down right. <laughs> with the down smash. <laughs> oh my god. That would be incredible. I'd be uh, a Miss Frizzle main in this game. Who wouldn't? <laughs> exactly. Uh, young Hercules. Respect the Young Hercules. Wait. Hold the fuck up. That's Ryan Gosling? Yeah. Ryan? I forgot that was Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Holy he's, shit. He is the the winner of Fox Kids. I mean, dead ass. Like, this man went from young Hercules to Drive. Good for him. Like, like Drive's the most recent thing he's done. In any case. He went from young Hercules to, uh, yeah, he, he's, done, he's done a lot more movies. Yeah, he's. Blade Runner 2049. That's the one. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of, but couldn't think of. Yeah, 
Hot damn. Good for you, Ryan Gosling. Young Hercules. We can get we can get the Transformers in here with Beast Wars. Yeah, I saw that. Or Beast Machines. Yeah, I ooh, that would we can be, get, that would be really We can get the we can get two of my favorites. Sherlock Holmes in the twenty second century. <laughs> which was like basically Sherlock Holmes flung into the far future. But like, was it the same like old timey Sherlock? Or is it like it, No, it was it was it was uh Sherlock Holmes of of the Victorian era. And he had there was like a robot Watson. Oh my god. It it was it was legit stuff. Like they they had an episode on the Redhead League. Oh yeah, I remember that. And uh to huh. okay. uh or uh the next one, Digimon. Did, ooh, Digimon will be real good. Especially since Pokemon's got so much stuff in the Smash roster. Let's get Digimon up in here finally, you know? Yeah, let's elevate them. Exact Uh this one is can be a real niche. Angela Anaconda. All right. Yep. I got to look this one up. Angela Anaconda. Give me a second. All right. I see it right here. Jesus Christ. Summer of 2000 only. Yeah. That logo is doing nothing. I'm about to look at some screenshots. Oh my God. I remember this show. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. The black and white face with the brightly colored, weird animated style. Oh my God. Angela Anaconda. I used to fuck with that show. It was so weird. Yeah, yeah, we got to get Angela Anaconda on here. I don't care what anyone says. How long did that air? It had three seasons? <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, it, it, it was nominated for a daytime enemy. Uh, enemy. Oh, my God. It was nominated for two daytime enemy, Emmys. Blah. Wow. Shout out to Angela Anaconda. That's all I'm going to say. Good pick. Good pick. Uh, Kong, the animated series. Okay. Now we're doing Kong versus Godzilla again. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Uh, the new Woody Woodpecker show to get just to get just to get a name in there. You know what? I love that. I, I used to I never loved Woody Woodpecker, but I always got excited when I saw him, despite never watching his shows or anything. So <laughs> shout out to Woody Woodpecker. And to close it out, Transformers, Robot in dis- Robots in Disguise. Hell yeah. Get all because, the ones in here. Like going from like the beginning of Fox Kids. It's like the it's year 12, a.k.a. the end. Yep. I think at this point, Fox Kids was technically Jet X, <laughs> which I remember very fondly. God, oh yeah, we... if you mm-hmm. if you check uh, the chat, you'll the the, the the general chat, you'll see like a that video I found, just like a sampler, like a DVD sampler Ooh. of of Jet X. Oh my God, I'm scrolling to it now, but like, oh my God, <laughs> oh that is a fucking throwback and a half. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I might have to look into that later. Because <laughs> now I'm riding on a nostalgia train, too. So, Jesus. Honestly, mm-hmm. I, like, not, not going to lie. A few days ago, I was in bed watching. Like, I just had to look up Jack, Jackie Chan Adventures. It, yeah. redi- I, it redirected me to a, um, a VHS thing from 2001, 2002, or 2003. Mm-hmm. First thing on was X-Men Evolution. And the episode was that was so good. I, I was like, I want to watch more. Where can I find it? <laughs> it's over. Not fair. <laughs> but I have since found a other uh, an alternative site where I go find a bunch of cartoons. So I'm I'm set. You know what? I I will look into that as well. There was another site. So someone on someone listening might know. So feel free to hit one of us up on Twitter. Of course, click our names in the description. You'll go to our twitters. 
there is a website where it will have like an old school CRC CRT screen and it just plays like YouTube playlist of old commercials from the 2000s and old shows from the 2000s. It just reruns the old shit and obscure shit. I forget what it's called. It had a super simple URL. It's like 2000stv.com or some shit like that. I forget what it was. It was a really novel thing. I want to find that because this is the type of shit that would be perfect for a site like that. And I want to see if they have it because you could you could literally turn off all the commercials and only watch like Frasier reruns or only watch like JetX reruns. Like you could get really specific about what it would show you. I really want to find that site. So someone send us that if you know what I'm talking about. But in any case, um, the last franchise that I want to talk about here, this one this is what really kicked it off for me because I was thinking about all these, you know, shows and all these IP holders. And I was only thinking about it because I had recently watched the new Space Jam, uh, A Legacy Reborn with LeBron James and all these other guys. Uh, and they have a lot of IP in their repertoire, like the Warner Brothers repertoire, to the point where I was kind of surprised. I totally forgot a lot of the shit was in here. So I'm going to go ahead and add it in here. Warner Brothers would make a really, really good Smash clone. Um, they just have a lot of good, crazy, classic franchises. So, and it's the fact that they have so many franchises that are so, they clash so much. Like, it's not like Nintendo where a lot of their franchises kind of blend together, where it's like, oh, they're all family friendly. They all have like recognizable silhouettes and shit like that. No, Warner Brothers, it's like all their shit is just all type. They're in all corners of the world as far as like entertainment goes and it's just chaos like starting here they have access to all of dc so you're getting batman superman wonder woman the justice league all of that shit you're getting every single dc thing that technically that could include static shock so it's already getting crazy there so you so basically you have injustice the entire injustice roster <laughs> so what do you go from there uh, they have Star Trek, which, what the fuck? You could just get all of the characters. Like, I'll be honest, I'm not the most massive Star Trek fan. I know uh, they don't. They don't have Star Trek. Wait, why don't they? Uh, Param Paramount has that. Fuck me. Or CBS. CBS Paramount. Hold on, let me see. Uh, I P own. Because I, I was looking, okay, list of assets owned by Warner Brothers. Let me look at this list instead. Because I was looking, I guess I was looking at an article that had like every single IP referenced in Space Jam. <laughs> Rather than like, you know, all of the actual things that they own as far as IPs go. Fuck, okay, Warner Brothers does own a lot. Okay, so here's how we're going to do this. Instead of listing a bunch of IPs, the article I found just lists like all of the networks and shit that they own. So here's what we're going to start. So Warner Brothers making a fighting game. Let's start small. They own Cartoon Network. <laughs> Damn it. There goes my one I was going to go with. <laughs> oh, really? That, yeah. what, that was your last one? That was my last one. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, in that case, I'm not going to go too deep onto it because I technically they already technically made a Cartoon Network Smash clone. I, I forget what it was called like super crazy brothers it was like battle something not battle brothers anyway uh so you can just put put one plus one together in your mind for cartoon network so that's everything there 
for all the years and then also fucking adult swim so boy howdy you got a lot of shit there um after that they own the cw which is like oh uh cartoon network punch time explosion yeah punch time explosion that's what it is yeah um and it came out you could still do some good stuff with a with a new uh Cartoon Network Smash Clone because that came out right when Adventure Time was becoming a thing. And since then, Adventure Time is kind of how the rest of that network has made their programming. Like, if Adventure Time didn't blow up, Cartoon Network would be very different right now. They'd probably still be in their goofy, silly era, where now their era is more, we're goofy, but we're also very heartfelt. <laughs> and so I respect that. So, yeah, so Cartoon Network, so much great potential there. The C fucking W, which, all right, let me see. CW shows. We're doing this live, gentlemen and ladies, and those in between and off the scale. Um, CW shows. They could have not just all the CW DC shows that we're all familiar with, your Arrow, your Flash. They could get Supernatural, which I'm not the biggest fan of Supernatural, but I know a lot of hardcore fans of Supernatural. Whose line is it anyway? <laughs> Yeah, get Colin Mockery in there. Could you fucking imagine? Okay, <laughs> Colin Mockery? Colin Mockery, Ryan Stiles. Yeah, oh, dude, that would be incredible. Get, get Wayne Brady. Yeah, Wayne Brady as in a fighting game. And he, <laughs> dude, he would be the fucking uh, Dave Chappelle version where he's thugged out. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that so much. Get the fucking Gilmore Girls in this bitch. Let's fucking go. Veronica Mars? Yes. Let me tell you, give Veronica Mars in here. Jane the Virgin, a show I didn't really watch, but I don't know. That that, um, that would be funny. I don't know if that's a good idea, considering the lead actress has said s- some pretty racist things. Great point. Great point. That is why I don't remember Jane the Virgin. Because <laughs> I was like, that. I remember people liking that show when it came out, but no one has talked about it since it went off the air. And that is why. <laughs> Learning things today. Um, Vampire Diaries, I know a lot of people like. Get iZombie in there just so we can get Raul Coley in a fighting game. That man is a good man, and I'd like to see him get more wins. <gasps> oh, fuck. Wait, was this on that channel? I got to look this up. Hold up, hold up. Because there's no way. If this show was on CW, then my fucking cast is fucking stacked. Um, all right, in development, don't care. Former programming. All right, no, it wasn't on there. I was going to say Everybody Hates Chris, but I'm pretty sure that was on like Fox or something first before nope. it went. No, no, it was on UPN first, then it was CW. Yeah, so everybody hates Chris. Let's fucking go. Yeah, uh, all the UPN shit works. So we, oh, dude, okay. Yeah, you can. The the UPN stuff is 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 an untapped reservoir. You can get the characters from Game On in there. Dude, Game On. Here, here's the problem. A game within a game. (laughs) All meta for real. For real. The problem is UPN was basically. Uh, Paramount. I mean, it was Paramount, but for for my generation, for my side of the block, UPN was just BET, but different. (laughs) Where UPN, for some reason, had all of these black-led sitcoms. They had the Parkers. They had all, all, what is it? I think, yeah, All For Us. They had, uh, God, what's the other one with, uh, with Kyla Pratt in it? They had a lot of like the black sitcoms. They had the game on there for a really long time before they went to the CW. Um, so yeah, all of the black sitcoms that everyone loves, fucking Sister Sister was on there too before it was on Disney Channel. So 
you could go ham with that. That would be incredible. The Wayne's Brothers show was on there. Bro, they could re- they could do so much. They could do so much with this. Just with UPN. Like, I'm looking at all the shit on here. We had talked about all the, you know, the, the iZombie and whatnots. But, oh, my God. Did, did we say Gilmore Girls? Because Gilmore yes. Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Gossip Girls is on here. Sorry, I'm excited about Gilmore Girls being in a fighting game. That just sounds really funny to me. Um, so, yeah. Everybody Hates Chris could be on here. Uh, let's see what else I would put. God. I was going to say Cubics, but no one knows what Cubics is. Uh, there's some really good potential for just CW. So zooming through the rest of this shit, they got some other things that they've done. What the fuck is Castle Rock Entertainment? Give me a minute. We're going to find out what Castle Rock Entertainment is and see what they've done. Filmography. All right, what have you been doing? Lord of the Flies. <laughs> we can get the Lord of the Flies. All the kids from Lord of the Flies, the book. Let's get them in here so they can beat each other senseless again. Um, Shawshank Redemption? Bro. We can get the fucking, we can get, uh, oh man, what's his name? Andy Dufresne. Andy Dufresne, yes. I was also thinking Morgan Freeman. We can get both of them in here and they can go ham. Dude, wait, is it this production of Othello I'm thinking of? Othello 1995. We're about to look it up. If it's the version of Othello, I think it is. It is. We can get fucking Lawrence Fishburne bald (laughs) in this bitch. Othello is like a, a Shakespearean play. And Castle Rock Studios, who is owned by Warner Brothers, did a version of it in 1995 where Orthello was played by Lawrence Fishburne. And he was bald and he was looking sexy as a motherfucker. But, like, imagine him in a fighting game, bro. That would be incredible. Uh, oh, my God. There's so much shit here. Green Mile? You can get, uh, what's his name in here? Forget his name. He was in Saints Row. Oh, Lord. I'm, I, I feel really uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Thank you. Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah. He, it would be really cool to have him in a fighting game. He, he would be a tank. I believe it. Uh, Miss Congeniality? Dude, you can get fucking L. Woods in here. Oh, wait, not L. Woods. That's a different movie. Get Sandra Bullock in. <laughs> yeah, Sandra Bullock in here. And if you include the sequel, you can get Dolly Parton in here, maybe. Um, Kangaroo Jack? All right, that, that's my main. Kangaroo Jack is my main. Uh, <laughs> oh, the Before series. The Before Sunset and After Sunset. Now, these are movies, if you're not like a big movie snob, these are movies that everyone loves because they're heavily on the improv and they record them every 10 years and the actors are at a different point in their lives, just like the characters. It's a really cute series of like romance movies, but for a certain group of people, having uh, fucking Ethan Hawke from that movie in this fighting game would be really great. <laughs> so I would want that for there, for, for all of them. Um, just a lot of movies here. Uh, they own a lot. And this is this is Warner Brothers we're talking about. So this is also HBO. So think of fucking not just Game of Thrones, where I know that's the easy Oz. thing to say. What'd you say? Oz. Oz? Oh, like the show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just Oz gonna make it real dark. Yeah. I mean, I before you even get the Oz, I was thinking the wire. Yeah. Where you just have all the people. Everyone loves the wire. So put some fucking people from the wire in here. Um, what was the other one I was thinking of? You could technically you could go back. Some of these comedians did stand up specials for HBO. Let's get fucking old school Martin Lawrence, old school Chris Rock. Just fuck it. Put their models in the game, you know? <laughs> Let's fucking go. Um, so yeah, a lot of HBO shit you could do. Uh, they own the Matrix, Warner Brothers does. So Neo, Trinity, all of those people, get them in here, bro. 
Um, technically, if you if you're if you work through if you work with the uh, if you if you go by the way I did, kids that would be one. You technically get Joel and Ellie in there for de- oh because they're making an HBO show, huh? Yeah, but instead of end game versions, it's live action versions. Hot damn! You you got a fucking point. You got a really good fucking point. And now that I'm looking deep into it, this will be the last thing because clearly. Uh, other than w, other than the ones we already said, WB also has fucking Harry Potter, which is just I know fucking J.K. Rowling's a bitch, but like every but people love that franchise. People love that universe. So, you know, give them something that they love. Uh, but other than those big guns, they also own New Line Cinema and New Line Cinema sounds familiar. They made a lot of movies that people might know about. They have fucking the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. So Leatherface could be in this bitch. House Party? Fucking Kid and Play could be in this game? <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, what else? They made the original, like, the 90s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, so we can get them up in here if the IP worked out. Um, what else? They own Freddy Krueger? Holy shit. Um, they own Lawnmower Man. <laughs> so if, if you're one of those people who love Lawnmower Man, there you go. Uh, they have just so much shit. They own fucking critters. They own where? Where's the other one? Mister Nanny. So we can get Hulk Hogan, despite him saying some fucked up shit as well. They own a lot of canceled people. Is the point I'm trying to make? Dumb and Dumber. We can get Jeff Daniels and fucking Jim Carrey in here. This this could be great. This could be great. They even made the '90s Mortal Kombat movie. So like, New Line Cinema being owned by them just fucking. Oh my god. There's a lot of potential here. Rush Hour! All right, it's over. Rush Hour. They own Rush Hour. I'm sorry. That's it. They win. They win. This is the best game that could possibly be made out of all these things we're talking about. And they also own Awesome Powers, I guess. So, you know, whatever. But, like, bro, fucking Lee and Carter? Oh, my God. I would cry. Uh, Anyway, there's a lot I could go on about just looking through all the shit they own. Warner Brothers is just such a... A, a bigger company than people realize because they're not one of the big three. They're not the Amazons. They're not the Disney they own. And so last but not least, <laughs> about your final franchise to throw into this little... Yeah, uh, so change it. Originally it was just going to be uh, Cartoon Network, but I decided to go Hanna-Barbera. It's just a forward. Um, Huckleberry Hound Show, which includes stuff like Yogi, Yogi Bear. Yeah, there we go. Getting some hits. Flintstones. Oh, yeah, Flintstones, yeah. God, all the classics are about to come out. Let's go. <laughs> Yaki, Yaki Doodle. Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss. Lord have mercy. That sounds dirty, but I understand it. <laughs> Topcat. Damn, yeah, that's a good one. Jetsons. Jet, Jetsons, another classic. They they were actually in the background in uh, fucking Space Jam. <laughs> Johnny Quest. Johnny Quest, really good. This is... Adamant and Secret Squirrel. Squirrel. Secret Squirrel. Wait, quick question. Is Rocky and Bullwinkle on here? I'm going to look it up because I have the list up now. Okay, no, no, it's not. Rocky and Bullwinkle are not uh, fucking Hanna-Barbera characters. Anyway, continue. Sinbad Jr. and his magic, magic belt, which, which sounds, worse than it, sounds worse than it is. It's not, it's not that it sounds bad. It sounds like something from like 1971. No, it's actually from 65. Shit. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Even further back. Uh, this one is technically a stretch because it's live action, like it's a cartoon of a com- of a comedic duo. 
uh, Laurel and Laurel and Hardy. Mm. I mean, everyone watches uh, March of the One Soldiers every year, so capitalize on that. Yeah, true. Have have them be timed only to uh, like no, uh, November. Yeah, there you go. Oh boy, uh, Space Ghost. Oh my God, Coast to Coast. That would be incredible. Space Ghost would be really good. Birdman. Oh, we can get uh, what's his name? Uh, the dude who played Batman in the nineties. Yeah. You get her the Herculoids? Uh Herculoids. Oh god, I do not remember these guys. I'm looking at them right now. Uh we can get the banana splits. The banana splits. I remember them. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good pool. <laughs> the new adventures uh no no I mean never mind. What are you about to say? I was about to say the new adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. You could potentially put them in here and have it not be a problem. Just don't include like the four pages of dialogue that include certain words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wacky races. Wacky races would be really good. Have you Dastard- seen they? Oh, go ahead. Uh, Dastardly and Mudley and their flying machines. <laughs> that would be good. I'm sure there's someone listening that's like, oh my fucking God, these are my childhood. <laughs> oh man. I, I want to point out, they made a fucking Hanna-Barbera series about Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kids in the 70s. What the fuck? You could have Butch Cassidy in this fighting game. <laughs> uh, we could have Scooby. We can get Scooby-Doo. Perfect. You're already now you're talking about cover athletes. Let's go. <laughs> like specifically the Scooby-Doo. Where are you? Years. Oh, hell yeah. That's uh, we, the pinnacle. We can get the Harlem, Harlem Globetrotters in here. Oh my god! <laughs> now you're uh, talking shit. Josie and the Pussycats? Oh fuck yeah, let's go. Pussy power, you know? <laughs> Sorry. That one was dumb. Uh, we can get C-Lab 2020. Which... See, more, more like C-Lab 2021. Yeah, true. We're a bit off there. I Hey... Just to not to you know spoil some of your heads up there, but Johnny Bravo and Johnny Quest both Hanna Barbera, yeah, which is fucking crazy. Johnny Bravo was on until two thousand and four. What the fuck? We can get a real a real niche one, Hong Kong Fooey. I was asked. That sounds like something I've heard of, but I don't even. I'm looking at it now, and it is not ringing bells. Hong Kong Fooey. Yeah, this is this is a real deep cut from deep in the, within the recesses of my mind. Uh, we can get Tom and Jerry on here. More cover at, cover stars. Hell yeah. Tom and Jerry are going to be the cat dog of this game. <laughs> Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw. Excellent. Let's see here. God, there's so many. I really forget how many IPs Hanna-Barbera actually owns because I just attribute so much of them to other places. But nah, they're, they're originating from here. Dexter's Laboratory's in here, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's a cover athlete. Yeah, let's fucking go. I feel like even though most people wouldn't know it from the cover, put Butch Cassidy on the front. Someone's going to know what the fuck that is. Um, uh, ooh, we yeah. could get the animated like 60s, 70s DC stuff like challenge, like Super Friends and all that. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All right. I like I like how we're getting we're, DC is in like half of these games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Godzilla Power Hour. <laughs> Godzilla's in two of these games now. Expect the fuck out of that. I want to point out uh, Pi Pi we can get from the 70s and 80s. He'd be OP. He'd probably be my main if I was trying we to could, We could bring in the Shmoo. God, the Shmoo. 
Which uh, what? that design, mm-hmm. that design is still one of the wildest things I've ever seen. It's it's special, definitely. But also, the shmoo is like this feels like two truths and a lie. That's the one someone would be like, "That's a lie. That's not real." <laughs> the shmoo. Uh, we could get Scrappy Doo in. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Technically, yeah, that makes sense. Scrappy Doo. You can get a. Where, where's, I just saw the one. I'm trying to scroll to it. Dr. Seuss, apparently. Wait, no. Dr. Seuss isn't in here. Never mind. This is a C also. <laughs> We're on the Wikipedia page. Apologies. We already said Snagglepuss, right? Uh, yeah, I said that. Yeah, that's uh, a good put. Fawns and the Happy Days Gang. <laughs> we can get the Fawns in here. Let's fucking go. Oh, man. This is a good one. This uh, is- Richie Rich? Oh, yeah, Richie Rich. Oh, my God. Write some blank checks. <laughs> my God. What if, his, what if his ability set was just, let's just write, like, every, <laughs> he just throws money at all of his problems, so he just, like, buys a gun and kills everyone? <laughs> no, he just has a, a flying uh, or a levitating uh, checkbook that just beats everyone. That's, that's his assist. Yeah, his assist is a floating checkbook. Uh, uh, the, his assist the trophy is a dollar bill. Oh, ooh, the Smurfs. That that's a cover athlete as well. Get the Smurfs on there. Let's fucking go. Uh, Pac-Man. Because technically, technically, like he. Yeah. They didn't make a Pac-Man show. You're right. I I'm not including Little Rascals because the the game will be cursed. Nah, put the Little Rascals in. I love the Little Rascals. Come on. Okay, but if wait, why would you say it would be cursed? Because it'd be children getting knocked around. No, because there's not there's an actual little Little Rascals curse. Wait, really? Yeah. What? What? I haven't heard of this. What? What's? It's, what's the Little Rascals curse? So, I think it's like every single act, every single kid who was part part of Little Rascals, like the original, mm-hmm. only lived to like a certain like did they didn't make a certain like get past a certain age. Oh, like they all died young. They all died young. Uh, even dude, even the dog. God damn! What the fuck? Yeah. All right. There's that. That's why. That's why I didn't want to. Bring them in here. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps it's in bad. Like, I was thinking of their, their best interests. Yeah, because here's the thing. If you made this game, it wouldn't... Because of that... Wait, okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. Why? Okay, so I typed in Little Rascals, and it took me to a 1920s film by the name of Our Gang. Yeah, so that's, what, it was our, that's what, that's what the, it was originally called. Our Gang slash Little Rascals. Oh, and there's a backup recording with Craig as well, so hopefully that'll work. This is going to be a bitch to edit. You are so right, but this is going to be worth it. Um, sorry about that disconnect again. Uh, what? So what were you saying about the Gary Coleman show? <laughs> no, I was just saying that uh, I started laughing, and like you'll me listen back to and when like you're editing this, mm-hmm. you'll just hear me rent. Like you'll, you'll be talking, and I'll just start busting out laughing because I just noticed that the Gary Coleman show. Oh, is part of Hanna Barbera? Technically. What the hell? So we can get Gary Coleman in here. We'll, we'll be the second game after Postal 2 to have Gary Coleman in it. Oh, we can get the Pink Panther in here? Okay, yes. We're getting the Pink Panther in here. And on the soundtrack, we're going to have Beyonce's checkup on it from the live-action movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want. Oh, my God. Uh, Bernstein Bears? Bears. Oh, yeah. Well, there goes my PBS edition. <laughs> uh, the Fantastic World of Hanna-Barbera, which was basically... It sounds like they're Smash Brothers. They're crossover project. Actually, yeah, yeah. No, just scratch that. Uh, Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf, respect it. 
we'll put uh god what's his name from that movie uh michael j fox get him back up in here Tennessee. raven simone was in little rascals 1994 so we could get raven simone in this game <laughs> he's what i'm trying to say we can get we can get paddington in oh, yeah paddington's on the cover as well has to be it's like uh, come uh, on. bill bill and ted oh my god that would be an excellent adventure <laughs> oh my lord so yeah that ooh, this would all be these are all really really good ips here because at first when you said Hanna Barbera, I was like, "All right, they can, they're going to have like a couple good ones, but like, are they going to be able to fill out a roster?" Dude, dude, convince me. The new adventures of Captain Planet is technically Hanna Barbera. Oh my god, we can get Captain Planet in here. Don Cheadle just murking fools. <laughs> uh, then there's two stupid dogs. <laughs> that one would be a fun. That's a fun obscure one. Here, there. Uh, then there's like Cow and Chicken. Oh, Cow and Chicken was Hanna Barbera. Yeah. Wow, I I pegged that as like an exclusive like Cartoon Network one. Interesting. All right, I'm look. Sorry, I'm still looking at Little Rascals. All of their parents were like weirdly famous. Like all the adults in this movie, like Mel Brooks was in this movie. Fucking Reba McIntyre, Whoopi Goldberg. Oh well, Donald Trump was in it too. Uh, uh, well, well, that's <laughs> a movie I'll never watch again. <laughs> It, it, you can't let it do the Home Alone 2 thing where Home Alone 2 is a great movie until you remember he's in it. And I'm like, oh, well, fuck. <laughs> it's weird. There's so many like big names in here. But yeah, very strange. Very, very. It would be a strange roster, this Hanna-Barbera game, but I would fuck with it heavy and I respect the hell out of it. So yeah, good shit overall. Good shit overall. And uh, the, technically, mm-hmm. technically, there was a, they did a, uh, like, they did direct, direct the video stuff. Like, the Greatest Adventure, Stories from the Bible. So if you want to get, for those of you who want to get, Jesus Christ, you want to get like a David and Goliath and like showdown in there. We can put God himself in this fighting game. We will put Moses in the game and he will be a cover star. <laughs> just the tablets, just him holding the tablets on the cover. Oh my God. That would or be just, incredible. Or just history of the world version where he's just carrying three tablets, one breaks. And he's just yeah. like, Two, two. It was just, it was two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the miracles of Jesus. Uh, oh my God! Yeah, we, bro, we can get biblical as shit in here. Just imagine turning the people to salt <laughs> in the fighting game. This would be incredible. Uh, okay, Hanna Barbera potentially like it's it was a sleeper, but now that like literally God Himself and all the biblical characters are in here, this could be the funniest one. And there's also stuff that was later taken by Disney, like uh, Emperor's New Cl- or there's no not uh, Rapunzel. Oh yeah, Rapunzel would have been a good one. Yeah, uh, there is there is something that it just will take everyone who listens to the show back to school. Uh, the ugly the ugly duckling. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that one. Holy they, shit! They technically distributed distributed the show, the movie. Jesus, I I totally forgot about it. Who? Okay. I'm going to you, you do you have any more IPs on this one cuz I want to look one more up to see what it belongs to cuz I think it might belong to Hanna-Barbera one of these companies we've talked about. Uh no, that's it. Okay. All right, let's see here. Well, I'll be damned. The last one that I wanted to mention, it is actually owned Wait, is it owned by anybody now? All right, it's technically owned by Disney, I guess. So it wouldn't have been on any of these. But one just character I would love to see in a fighting game, 
brave little toaster. <laughs> yes. I would be a brave little toaster main in a heartbeat. I used to love that original movie. Sadly, Disney, maybe Disney only owns the rights to the future little toaster movies. Because if you go on Disney Plus, they have two and three, but not one. So kind of salty about it, but I will live. Uh, but yeah, in any case, this was a good this was a good topic. I'm glad I picked this one because we had a lot of fire to share. <laughs> Despite, you know, Alistar wanting to drop out on us every other minute, but we made it work. We made it work. Hopefully, it was a good episode for y'all listening. And yeah, this was fun. We'll have to do. Maybe we'll go further on this in the future. <laughs> I don't know. I still got plenty of ideas based around like Nickelodeon Smash Clone stuff. And as we get closer to the fall, I think I'm gonna be putting out a show, kind of talking about some of that Nickelodeon stuff. I, I think I've talked about it on a previous episode. But what I'm planning on doing. Uh, leading up to September at the very least. I think I want to have all this. I think I want to do basically the PlayStation All-Star Ultimate Roster Showdown we did a while back. I think I'm going to bring that back, but do it for Nickelodeon. Do it for Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl uh, because everyone's excited about it. And a lot of people from our generation have nostalgia about Nickelodeon. So I'm going to see if I can scoop some people up. And I think I might do it instead of it being a article thing where we collaborate on. I think I'm going to go ahead and try. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. I, I get text messages that pop up on my computer screen as a notification. And I just got a text from my dad in the group chat, prostate free for another year. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> he just he, he had a doctor's appointment. So it's like, all right. Thanks, Dad. God bless you. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, God, what was I saying? You were talking about I the Nickelodeon. Uh Stuff. Yeah, yeah, the Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. I think I'm gonna bring that back as a podcast where we do like you know shorter episodes where we're just talking about two different characters on a roster that can go head to head, and then do the Twitter polls as normal. I think that's how I'm gonna frame it instead of it being articles written because you know like be Nickelodeon All Stars Choose Your Fighter. Exactly, Choose Your Fighter. I think I'm gonna do it that same type of thing because it's a little bit easier to get people to sit down for one hour and talk rather than, Hey, I need you to write an article, you know? So yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm going to hop onto that. I, I've been trying to set some people up for that, but it's a busy month for a lot of people apparently. So uh, I'm gonna come around though. I'm gonna come around. I'm giving myself till September to start that. So look around then for, you know, some progress on that. So yeah, that's enough housekeeping on that note. Then we can turn to the actual housekeeping. Uh, let's see here. God, I have so many fucking Wikipedia tabs open. <laughs> I'm gonna have to close all that later. So, uh, we got a couple things we've been doing around here at VGU.TV. Uh, this week we have put out uh, another roundtable. This one I contributed to, I believe. Uh, actually, no, I don't believe. I know. I no, you, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I added that. Uh, yeah, the roundtable this week is our top games of 2021 so far, and it's just talking about, you know, some of the biggest hitters of the year so far, what we love, and some of our favorite games uh, from four of us on the staff here. Uh, you might be surprised about which game that I wrote about. I mean, I've talked about how much I love it, but I think it might surprise people that I like it more than another game. <laughs> which and you I, might be, mm -hmm. and people might be surprised about who wrote about that game exactly <laughs> exactly so yeah that that's gonna be an interesting read so go ahead and give that a gander that link is in the description um and then the rest of these are gonna be some youtube videos we've been putting out 
Uh, this one is uh, Star Wars, The Clone Wars, Republic Heroes, Episode 1, Generals to the Rescue. Is this you or is this Graydon? Uh, this is me. I'm finally starting that 40 episode uh, <laughs> LP or video distribution LP. Oh, boy. I mean, it's going to be a fun one, but, you know, buckle up for a ride because it's going to be a long one. <laughs> so, yeah, shout out to that one, The Clone Wars gameplay. So go ahead and give that a gander. Uh, the next one is kind of like Minecraft. VGU plays Life is Strange 2, uh, which is another episode from Graydon. This is episode five, part two. So he's nearing the end of his Life is Strange 2 playthrough. So go ahead and give that a gander as well. That is a good series he does. And, you know, Graydon's always a charm. Always a charm. Always a treat. There we go. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead and give that a look. Uh, this next one is really cool. Whoever thought to make this a video series, good on you, because this is really neat. Uh, right. VGU. Yeah, Graydon, fucking good on you for that one. He has uh, been on such a tear with the YouTube stuff lately. He has been hitting his stride with the YouTube stuff, and it makes me really happy because he is setting them off pretty well. Um, so yeah, this this video here is VTU Plays Google Doodle Champion Island Games Part 1. So, you know, the, the Olympics are going on. Everyone knows it's going on in Japan, but or Tokyo, Japan specifically. The Google Doodle, if you go to Google.com, are just a bunch of like Japanese inspired little mini games you can play that are based off of like RPGs and stuff like that. And it's uh, for, you know, the video game industry, we were all very heavily inspired by the games of Japan. So it's a really good nostalgic burst and it's a really cool way to see this thing. And uh, honestly, it's a good way to archive it because, you know, the Google Doodles, they leave after a certain point and it's hard to, you know, get to those until you go into the google doodle archive which is slightly difficult to get to so it's cool to have it in a video where it's easily accessible like that so yeah good on that give that one a look see there um this next video a game olympics mlb 21 showdown graden versus allen they're fucking throwing down the gauntlet in the video series here um how'd that one go who well i'm not gonna ask who won but how, how'd you feel about your chances going into it i'll say I uh, felt very, um, I felt that I would win, you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I ultimately realized I should have played on PS5. <laughs> hey, there you go. They had you in the first half, not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, if you want to see how that one goes from two of our own, go ahead and give that a gander, you know, a good old showdown. Uh, the next one here, uh, just passing through the tourist. Um, now I it's it's autocorrecting me to correct the spelling of Taurus. So I'm just gonna do that because that red line is annoying me. But this game I've been interested in. I think it just left Game Pass. So I think Graydon he, he's talked about it before where he'll hop on a game real quick before it leaves Game Pass. And this game has always looked interesting to me, but I'm not exactly sure what it is. So I think I'm gonna watch that video myself just to like find out what the tourist was <laughs> or is. I could still buy it if I want to, but uh yeah, that's gonna be a good video. So check that one out. Uh, another episode of the Life is Strange 2 Let's Play Graydon is doing. Uh, Dust Bowl Dance is up all as well. Uh, it is earlier from episode five. So this is episode five, part one. Uh, another Let's Play of these E3 demos. Graydon tries Lake, which is a game I know he was super excited about on the podcast when he talked about it a while back. So that one's going to be a really good episode. So go ahead and check out that video. And then the last one, Game Olympics, Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 with Graydon. Now, I believe this is a let's play of the actual official Olympic Games from Sega, right? Uh, I think so. Up, yeah. all, I, all I know is that 
I think the next the next part is him with like with the Sonic uh, costume. Yeah, it is. I think he's already got the Sonic costume on in this one, possibly. I I saw like a little clip. Yeah, he's got the Sonic costume on. <laughs> okay, because like I, I should have offered to like I'll pay how much, whatever amount it costs to get the Sonic uh, outfit, and yeah, it turns he, out it was it was free. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Like just looking at the gameplay, it is like the most like cut and dry, most serious gameplay of actual Olympic sports. And then but, there's Sonic. Yeah, he's just in there. And a costume. It's great. It is legitimately great. Y'all should watch this one. This whole thing is just ridiculous. Like, oh my god. Oh man. Yeah, these mini games don't actually seem too bad either, I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't know. Maybe the Tokyo game isn't complete dog shit. Like you would expect the licensed uh Tokyo game to be. Or licensed Tokyo game. Licensed Olympics game to be. So check that one out. It's funny with the Sonic suit. Um, and that's pretty much all we have for the housekeeping this week. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Um, nobody sent me hate mail for last week's episode, so <laughs> I guess I did a good job. <laughs> so thank you for that one. Uh, that won't be an all the time thing. That's a very rare thing. So, you know, don't worry about it too much. It won't, I I'll make sure I have people on here for most of the episodes, but every now and then I was like, Hey. I, I want to see what happens if I just, you know, go mono mono or just mono. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad to see that it seems to have worked out reasonably. And thank you all for that. And I think this episode is going to be really good. I'm excited to see what people think about this episode with all those fucking IPs. Like, I think this is this one's going to stir up some trouble in a good way. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited for it. So, uh, yeah, that has been the podcast. I would love to say, oh, we kept this one under two hours, but because we started recording this like five different times, I have no clue how long we've been recording. So hopefully this wasn't a massive three hour episode, but uh, 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 we've been recording since 2.45. Two, okay, 2.45. In that case, yeah, it's been pretty long. <laughs> oh, wait, so, no, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, two, two hours. A little over. Oh, okay, a little over two hours. All right, not too bad. Not too bad. I can take that. I respect that. Um, so we're going to go ahead and hop on out of here. I got I got some box box fans to go buy from Walmart to dry out some places in the house. And I also have a long podcast edit now. So <laughs> or not the podcast isn't long itself. It's just the edit's going to be long because there's a bunch of pieces. Anyway, we're hopping out of here. I've been Emmett Watkins Jr. Thank you all for listening. I've been joined here today by Alan Muir. It's been a pleasure as always. You know it, man. You know it. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode, or we'll see you online. And in any case, we'll see you next time. Uh, and as I always say, keep it real, keep it true. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>